Hello, my friends, this is Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. On ResurrectMinistry.com, where you can find all of your, our content that we hope will he, help you in your walk with Christ. Whether you do not know him yet, um, meet him where you are. Uh, we have Bible resources, worship bands, books, um, all of our previous podcast content, whether you like to listen to it or watch it. Uh, join us live, like, click, subscribe, hit the bell on the YouTube channel, and uh, that would actually be a great blessing. Even if you just go to subscribe to our social media so we can help push out the content, it would be awesome. If you want to drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. And if you can, to donate. If this ministry blesses you in any way, uh, we would love to partner with you. And you can click the Donate Now button. It'll pop up. Awesome. That was good. Uh, the Real Life Crew told me to move the mic over here a little bit. Oh. Because you, you turn, you turn to talk to me, and it uh, your mouth comes off the mic. I thought we fixed that with this fancy mic. Yeah, but it, sometimes it, it gets way over here. Oh, uh, we, you know, I know you don't like it in front of you. I don't. It's, uh, it's a. One the, it's one of those things. <laughs> but this isn't in front of me. This is the side of my face. Yeah, but that you're that's kind of where you're generally looking most most uh, of the time, looking towards the computer, the camera, and then me. You, it's hard for you to take your eyes off me. I, it really is. Yes, actually. and so. That's why we were having problems. Oh. It is that the magnetism. That's why, I need, that's why I need a wireless to wear. <laughs> so my mic will move with me. You know what? I'm going to explore that when I get back from Washington, D.C. I would love that. From and the, I'd even pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're reading uh, from Charles Spurgeon, Morning by Morning, for, you know, this day is we have christmas we have easter and the next greatest holiday andre Jimenez's birthday march 14th is yeah i'm not sure if a lot of next people is st patty's day it's a little bit shocking that people don't know that this is the third greatest holiday yeah well people are starting to learn yeah it's taken them 61 years <laughs> to figure that out <laughs> so for march 14th i don't know that i've ever done one on my birthday have i we probably I, have i don't remember um, but we're going to read it today. It's going to be a special day today. And the uh, reference is uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 12, that says, if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. Good advice. Charles Spurgeon says, it may sound strange to say, but it is true that there is such a thing as being proud of the gifts God has provided to us by his grace. Consider the person who says, I have great faith in God, so I won't fall. Those with small faith may fall, but I never will. Sounds like Peter. Yeah. I would never betray you, Lord. <laughs> yeah. In two seconds later, <laughs> another person may say, I have intense love for the Lord, so I will stand. There is no danger of my going astray. Right. Yet, those who boast of the gifts of God's grace have little to boast about. People who boast like this believe the gifts they have received can keep them from sinning not realizing the stream of God's gifts of grace must continually flow from the source or else the brook will soon run dry. If an oil lamp does not have a constant flow of oil through it, it's wick. It may burn brightly one day, but will do nothing but smoke and put off noxious fumes the next. Thus, beware to never glory in your gifts, but always place your confidence in Christ and his strength giving him all the glory, for this is the only way to keep you from falling into sin. And remember, to spend more 
time in prayer and worship and to be more earnest in reading the scriptures, continually devoting time to them. Also, watch your own life and more carefully being cautious to live more closely to God. Pattern your life after the most godly examples, you know, and always let your conversation reflect that of heaven. And let your heart have the fragrance of true affection and love for the souls of others. In other words, live in such a way others will take note. You have been with Jesus and have learned your ways from him. Then when that glorious day arrives and he says to you, friend, move up to a better place. May you be joyously blessed to hear him say, you have fought the good fight. You have finished the race. You have kept the faith. Now there is in store for you the crown of righteousness that will never fade away. Onward, believer, but with carefulness and caution. Onward with holy fear and trembling and with faith and confidence in Jesus alone. May your constant prayer be sustain me according to your promise. Remember, he alone is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. Can I ask you a question or do you want to say something right away? No. So what, uh, I know this whole thing probably explained it, but I just need a little bit more on why when we move forward to have fear in trembling. Ah, holy fear. Uh, It's actually a topic that people talk about Uh, the controversy in the church um, that I hear a lot is it's this issue of eternal security. This comes up where people who say um, you could not necessarily lose your salvation, but proof that you treasure or are working on your salvation, work on your salvation with fear and traveling, meaning that don't have unnecessary pride or confidence that it's a given that you will continue to be sanctified because as this devotional is saying, you can easily fall because that power is coming to you from the Lord. And a better explanation I heard today from um, Michael Heiser, this great scholar that wrote the unseen realm died recently. So Mm. there's a lot of content that they're pushing out that he's produced in the past. And one of them, he was talking about in appreciating and understanding the supernatural in uh, for Christians is not referring to the Holy spirit as an it It is a person and Mm. it dwells within you. And he compared it to, he says, because if you refer to it as an it, you think it's a thing that comes and goes. And he says, uh, if you look at the way it was in the Old Testament, the, the failures of the Old Testament prophets and people were because the Holy Spirit, God's presence came and went. It wasn't with them like it is with us. The reason we become members of God's heavenly family is because the spirit comes and lives in us and continues to work through us. That's also why for Moses, for example, the commandments were do not commit adultery, do not steal eye for an eye. Um, but for us, the commandment is no, you, you are going to um, be kind to your enemies and feed them even if they're hungry and thirsty. Mm. So it is, it, we, we even pray for our enemies because we are expected to operate as people who have the, the indwelling of God. It is the third personhood of God. It is a person in us that propels us. Mm. 
And so we have to make sure with fear and trembling that we are controlling and disciplining the flesh as we were talking about with the kids today is that Paul was saying, I discipline my flesh so that it's the spirit that controls us and that we walk according to the spirit and not according to the flesh. But that's on us. It reminds me of a, a sports analogy where um, say you're playing the team and you're winning, uh, but it's like, it's like, this is going to, whether you win or lose is going to take you into the championship. Okay. And that even though you're winning, you play like you're losing. You, so that you're always giving your full effort and always trying to do what is required awesome. to win, even though you're winning, but you're acting like that you're losing. But it's, you realize, I mean, yep. it's beyond that because yep. there's a supernatural power in you. Mm. And, and, and it would, the, uh, another beautiful thing that Michael said was that he says, if you really contemplate that and understand you have a supernatural force that's with you 24 hours a day, then you should be able um, to walk in that authority. You should be consciously thinking about walking in that authority mm. and with that kind of blessing. So it says we, we model our lives after the most godly people. That becomes easier and easier in the sanctification process because as you submit your will to the spirit, he will continue to do more and more through you because you are a, a surrendered vessel. Mm. Surrendered vessel. Yes. Love that. So I, I let off with a question and then you had to answer it. Was there something more that you wanted to talk about? This it was actually the, the Heiser thing. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah. When, um, when I was reading it, it did remind me today we have uh, on Tuesdays, we teach at this high school at uh, Liberty Ed at uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, a school that uh, Pastor Jack is developing. Yes. Um, it's in there. I think, is it, can I say it's in the early stages? Yeah, it's, I mean, they're, they're actually looking towards getting it fully accredited and making it its own standalone for sure. Oh, I'm so glad to be at the beginning stages of this yeah. whole thing. It's pretty awesome. Um, but we have these uh, kids in our class um, that are just the, awesome. the greatest kids. Really, I just am so um, just honored that they have, um, because they're a reflection of amazing parents. Mm. Uh, because, you know, they're young and they're just great. They're just spirit filled and curious and smart. Like 14 to 18. Is that yeah. the age, age range? The oldest is 17. Oh, 17. Young man. Yeah. Yeah. They're just they're great questions. They always have great questions. Yes. Um, today, Hetty and I got to sit down and do a, almost in a, like a show format. Yes. Where uh, we were talking about um, uh, discipline. Um, forbearance and self-control self integrity integrity what else one did we cover i think that's all we got to yeah there's more but i was trying to figure out which ones we talked about today so we had this opportunity to talk about what they mean what discipline means and go through you know what's why it's important for them to have not only <clears throat> as a police officer that that's the the chosen profession they go into or in law enforcement um uh, but we also gave the biblical references and then how even in your own life no matter what it is you do from, from this point on. And um, when we went to the, the place where, where you guys might comment, we went to the class and said, yes. Hey, do you guys have any statements? And man, great. It was, a, <laughs> it was so good. Yes. We got on discipline to and and topics, uh, topics of discipline when it comes to eating the right food Yes, um, to 
to um, and they were very conscious of good eating habits and what they struggle with and what kind of food they're struggling with and how they had bad eating mm -hmm. habits and how they're trying to make it better how they're trying to even make food uh eating habits better at in their homes right and so that's yeah. where i was going to go to i'm sorry i had to lay out a, a pretty huge foundation there but it got to the point where this one girl raised her hand she goes my she's the older one i think she is she yes. said and that and but she is feels responsible for the health of her mother she doesn't feel like her mother's taking care of herself <laughs> and so she's she says uh, do you have any advice for discipline when it or is it integrity or discipline I think it was discipline, discipline the discipline of food self-control that's what it was mm -hmm. the self-control of of food and um i was so interested in that whole story about where this this young girl who's probably around 15 years old and i'm I guessing 14 her mother. oh have you yes and she said this is her personality oh she likes she's uh ingenuitive and um she likes to help out she's super responsible mm. that's why she's helping in the garden and with the animals and it's she's really um i don't know she's just a very involved uh yeah. child wakes up at five o'clock in the morning to take care of the animals and, yes. and do her thing and i just it was so great to have her in class to, to, we we're there teaching her while she's teaching us yes <laughs> right did you get that so like, like God is teaching us through these kids. Yes. And, I, and I've often said, and you've heard me say it before, that I learn more by teaching. And I love teaching. Uh, I've had the op great opportunity that God has given me to, to teach police officers all over the world and, and, and do some other things. But there's nothing like teaching that allows you to learn some valuable lessons and even put even more expertise in your quill um, from the questions that they ask or the even the statements that they made like she was making and she was asking for direction on you know how do we stay focused and how yes. do we stay strong when you know the chocolate's pulling us and the uh this you know the sugar covered cereal you know well um you know find something else to do <laughs> yeah, go for a walk and then some other stuff and uh so it was really cool i really liked that was there another kid that stood out when it came to that aspect of it there was a young man that um, started exercising. There was another young man mm, who said yes. he had really bad eating habits and he just started to work out and totally changed his eating habits because he's trying to get bigger and he's trying to gain muscle and he's learned all about food and now he's starting to cook his own food when the family meals are not healthy. Um, and it was like, that's absolutely how it all starts is you start to really care about yourself. You get involved in physical fitness, which leads to mm. you wanting to eat better food. He too might be about 14 years old and he you could tell he was a very thin uh, yes. kid and he says i've been able to put 13 pounds on and yeah. uh yeah just such such good stuff i um was so happy about this class today i just felt like i gained so awesome. much uh, that god had presented us with with those kids um but i think leading back into this devotional is that that all the things we talked about today it speaks into this devotional that having yes. that that discipline of uh reading the scriptures and uh studying and having discussion and asking questions and, and not taking it for granted, not no. taking your faith or, or God's mercy and grace for granted. Yeah. So I was rewarded a little bit today for my birthday. I think the greatest present that I've gotten today was that my uh, daughter and her friend are doing a, um, a project on me, yeah. <laughs> but the, the present wasn't that it was about me, although most people would think that, including Hedia. Uh, the present was that in their um, 
the, 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 the speech or the, the talk that she has to give uh, is that she refers to my faith in God. Yes. And, and how important it is to you. That was like, oh, that what? Cry? It was like, who would have ever, I mean, I, I'm telling you, you could have, you could ask the, the 3000 people that I've come across in my entire life. And they said, <laughs> what's the one thing that somebody would say about you? Uh, you know, in, in talking about you, uh, well, you dog trainer, uh, played hockey and, and, and gotten a couple fights. I remember when he got like 10 penalties in one, in one game, uh, smart ass. Yeah. Um, he doesn't like homeless people. Uh, well, now all of our friends on this devotional definitely would say that. And Andy told the bagel story to the kids too. Yeah. They were rolling on the floor, listening to Andy talk about how, he fought the Holy Spirit for a good 20 minutes, Holy like Spirit wrestling arrested. with God with like eight, like Jacob. Yeah. So I think for me right now, this, it was, um, and I tried not to get, you know, there was all oh, a bunch of the other kids were there were present and you were present. So I was trying to go, yeah, she's talking about me, but I'm inside. I was just like, Whoa, oh. she's like two, two different parts of it. She referred to my faith in God, how important it is. Yes. And, uh, shares it with other people. She even said, yes. What a gift. God gave me that gift through my daughter, just that she even thought about writing that. Who, and even telling my ex-wife last night about, you know, what we went through in my testimony um, was a, a gift that you gave me by starting it off. You got the, you, you, primed the pump, you primed the pump that got that going. So I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that God has given me this, this life that he, he didn't take me uh, before I was able to. Amen. Um, have something that they would be able to talk about. You're after. not dead. You're not done. No, it'll be great when I, you know, now that I'm dead, they wouldn't have had anything to say. They would have said, Hey, <laughs> he, nice. he played hockey and trained dogs. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to the bar and have some, have some drinks. Uh, but now they have a little bit to say. Hi friends. Did we acknowledge any of our friends? No, okay. it's not time for, I, I was talking about you, me <laughs> starting with Carrie. And Carrie agrees, I need a wearable mic. I'm sorry, um, I just can't get used to this thing in my face. Uh, Lisa saying hi, and Cindy. And uh, Lisa saying she's also learning from Michael Heiser. It's really awesome. Michael um, has just such a wealth of wisdom. Um, he's a scholar in residence for Logos, the software oh. too. Yeah. And Lisa saying, did Pastor Jack find a large enough building for the school? Not that we've been told. No, so no. still waiting on that. Hi, Kate. Saying hi to Kate. And Cindy is telling us self-control about food is she has her grandkids up this weekend and um, she compromised her no dessert Lent sacrifice on her desires and treating my body better as my temple of the Lord. Yes, we talked about that too. Uh, everybody has kind of different advice. I'm really into discipline. Um, I used to have a real I significant body dysmorphia and went through a whole bunch of eating disorders when I was young. And, um, one of the things the Lord made me stop was diet pills and amphetamines. And so I just, I had just made the commitment and like, you know, I was just going to just be very disciplined. I didn't want, um, to fight that battle forever. And it's just, uh, and that's what I was telling the young girls, like, you just got to make a commitment to just say no, you know, to just cut it out and introduce it back slowly. And if you, if you fall, I, I use the rationale, it's like fasting. Um, why does the Lord prescribe fasting? Because it disciplines the body and you have to, you have to discipline the body to submit 
to the Holy Spirit and God and what you're telling it to do. It's like you ride it, it doesn't ride you. Cindy had a happy birthday. No, up here. <laughs> she said she also I'll learns through you. teaching and uh, teaching kids in so many ways. Yeah. And Kate's like, happy birthday, Andy. Thank you. Yay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And Lisa's saying, and when your daughter hopefully reads it to the class, if that's part of the project, your gift is going to be used by God to be a gift to the kids that hear. Oh. I didn't Yay. Think. Lisa, you're so smart. <laughs> hi darcy hi darcy yeah you know what's funny is that kate's saying happy birthday but to, uh, kate your birthday's passed it but was, it's a birthday yes, month remember yeah that's true that's true <laughs> all right let's get to some of the scripture that uh is referenced here in the devotional first corinthians 10 12 so if you think you are standing firm be careful that you do not fall Acts 4.13, and so when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished, and they took note, these men had been with Jesus. May they say that about us. Yeah. Huh? What an honor. Luke 14.10, but when you are invited, take the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he will say to you, oh, friend, move up to a better place. Then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests. That's advice generally in wisdom, you know, not to take the best spot uh, and um, to allow that honor to come from God and not by trying to promote ourselves. I think that implies in ministry too. Hmm. 2 Timothy 4, 7 and 8. Ah, this is uh, what, what this is the prayer in the, la in the last part of the devotional. I have fought the good fight, Paul says. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. What a gift. Can you imagine mm. in your last dying breaths that you hear God calling you up to heaven saying, you have fought the good fight. Yeah. That is awesome. Uh, Philippians 2.12. <laughs> Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Psalm 119, uphold me according to your word that I may live and do not let me be ashamed of my hope, holding on to God's promises. And Jude 24, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. So before it's telling us, don't be proud lest you fall. And he's saying there is him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Mm. Love that. So good. When he's talking about you, when he says that, I, you know, he's going to say that I fought the good fight. He's not talking about me at Brugger's fighting him about giving. <laughs> no, that's something. No, different. the fight of faith. Oh, all right. The courage, the strength, the forbearance, the self-control. Oh, <laughs> listening to him to when he speaks. Yes. Following uh, it, don't waiting. That, that, Cindy, don't you wait. got to listen to yesterday. You'll laugh your head <laughs> off listening to Andy fight the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Cindy doesn't need to listen to that. Yes. All right, let's uh, hear from Jim. What does Jim have to say about this devotional? Hedia? Boasting, even over gifts of God, is nothing but pride. One of the seven things that are detestable to him. In fact, Solomon, who wrote Proverbs, listed a proud look as the first of the seven and then says pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. 
Paul also had an interesting way of looking at boasting. He said, if I must boast, I will boast the things that show my weakness. And I would not boast about myself except about my weakness. After asking the Lord to take away that thorn in his flesh, God said to him, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And to which Paul beautifully responds, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. My gosh, I was living this yesterday and telling my story about Brugger's bagels. I was boasting in my weakness. Was it I? <laughs> there you go. Yes. Yes. Of your inability to surrender. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. That's how his power overcame you. Wow. That's that. pretty, pretty darn cool. <laughs> um, so we're going to be off for a couple of days uh, yes, because I have to fly to... Uh, to Washington, D.C., but I'll be in Loudoun County, uh, Virginia. It's where they had the incidents that uh, caused them to rise up against the school board. Yes. Where um, that even probably got the, the new governor, the Republican governor, elected because of what happened in, in Loudoun County. I'm going to try to find the school district office and take a video, <laughs> take a video in front of it. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I looked, uh, at the town. It's a beautiful little town. Have it you is. seen it? Yeah. Oh yeah. You were there for a lot of years, huh? Yes. So when you lived in DC, did you actually live in DC proper or were you I out lived there? in DC proper for 10 years and then I moved to the suburbs when Zara was born. Mm. I moved out to Potomac, the Maryland side. I actually had a very difficult time spending time in Virginia because I felt death. It's an overwhelming feeling of death. Um, because a lot of, of slaves, the, a lot of oh. slaves died in Virginia. Oh, and um, there's this I, I don't know, there's just a heaviness in Virginia that I couldn't stand. I thought it might have been because of the Revolutionary War or something. That too. Mm. There's just a lot of really, yeah, a lot of battles took place in Virginia. Yes. Oh, I never that would not even have crossed my mind. Yeah, some people think it's nutty, but I just I always felt it. I I never when I first stepped foot in it, I was like, oh. Hmm. When I was thinking about moving to Franklin, um, I was Franklin. in uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. So I was in Franklin. One of the great battles of the Civil War took place uh, in, in that region. And there is a ghost tour that I went on. Oh. And you can see places where like cannonballs had hit. that came through the roof of a house that were still there. Oh. They were there during Civil War. Wow. Came through a roof and hit the ground. The dent from the cannonball was still on the floor. Wow. And then there was all these stories of seeing ghosts you know sitting there uh, and it was it was it was very very cool very cool well and you felt when you went to auschwitz oh auschwitz oh my god right you could sense yeah that death was in death. the air I, now right. yeah i'm so, so glad you reminded me of that <laughs> there was no doubt that there is a thickness of death in the in the air of places like that it was it, yeah it was very moving and and uh there's no, uh, you can't describe the feeling that you have when you're in Auschwitz. Right. Walking through the camps, walk through the camps and the gas chambers and, oh, yep. So Cindy says, it's great when scripture comes alive in your own life. Oh, mm. it's so true. And um, Kate's saying she'll be off for a couple of days too. Her treatment starts at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Yay! Oh, we'll be praying. Yes, absolutely. Hopefully the last day of pain, God willing. Yes. And Cindy has a daughter living in Potomac. Oh, do you ever go visit? It's so beautiful. I loved Potomac. 
And Elisa says, yes, we will also be praying for you. She will also be praying yep. for you. So Potomac, is that where George Washington crossed the Potomac? Lord, you always ask me questions. <laughs> I, can't. I have no idea. Cindy, is that where George Washington? I have no idea. Isn't that the where he's at? Isn't that where he's like sitting on his knee and they're in a the little rowboat? Yeah, I don't know. Quite possibly, because hmm. it uh, Potomac River runs through GC too, hmm. right on the edge of GC. Hmm. I think it was a cold winter. Yeah, I, I can see the picture in my head right now. Yeah, yeah. Did you see your house in the background where you're living? No, <laughs> I was far. I was inland. I wasn't by yeah. the river. So when you were in Virginia and and felt this death, what were you aware of? what you were talking about with the slaves and everything else, or was it when you, when you drove in there or when you arrived or when you put your head on the pillow, was it just a sense of like something's something doesn't feel right? Okay. So <laughs> my, okay. I was in Islam, right. Mm -hmm. And I was in a very spiritual sect of Islam. And so now looking back, I realized it was demonology, you know, it was, it was working with demons, but I was very, very in tune to um, the supernatural. It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily God telling me, it could have been the demons telling me, remember, you don't know. So especially when you're in a, in a uh, religion that is not of God, you assume who's speaking is not God, except when God was leading us out or protecting us because we know God was with us the whole time. So I can't tell you which one it was, hmm. but it was instinctual. Wow. Exactly like you felt at Auschwitz, though. Yeah. I mean, if somebody didn't tell you that's where you were and you just stepped in there, you it still provides a certain spidey sense. Yeah. Well, that, that's why I was asking, because, I, of course, I know the history. And right. when we were driving up, as you drive up, you feel it. As you're driving down the little road. It's not that big of a road that drives into Auschwitz. It's a two-lane highway. There were some kids playing ice hockey on a over on a frozen lake. It's funny because Bo asked me today, "What's the coldest place you've ever been?" It was Poland. Poland. It was like twenty-five oh. below zero. Oh wow! It was so yeah, mine cold. Mine was Uzbekistan. And um, and but driving in, we were talking. There was like three of us from cops. You know, we had tra traveled over there. There were three or four of us. I can four of us, and um. We're, you know, talking about, you know, you know how cops cop talk. talk. Yeah, cop talk. And um, as we saw the first set of fences of the, of the, it, it's a massive, massive, it's beyond, it goes beyond what you can see. Really? That's how big it is. It's huge. Remember millions of Jews were yeah, killed there. In the movies, it looks small. It's huge. And uh, as soon as you begin to see the, the walls or the fences, you... It just went, we just got silent in our car. Wow. And then driving Jeff. up. And from that point on, we were like yeah. transfixed on that feeling that we all had. Wow. Yeah. Terrible thing. Yeah. But it was, it was important to, to experience it. But uh, yeah, it's something else. Hey, um, on a brighter note. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how we were coming from that one, but yes, yes, on a brighter note, maybe we should let the cat out too. <laughs> on a brighter note, note, uh, we need some prayer for Zara. She landed on her face today. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the brighter my, note. My daughter did a uh, back tuck and landed smack on her face and she's all messed up and bloody. It was, 
Uh, oh, you're going <laughs> to. The cat's making a lot of noise. We got to let her out. Yeah, it's it was bad. So, yes, prayers for my daughter. She's okay. She hurt her neck, but um, she'll be okay. She'll survive. I think she's going to have a little bit of a black eye. Oh, you think? Yeah, because you can see it in her nose and right oh, underneath either. No. Yeah, so a little bit of a black eye. So that was fun to see that. Oh, uh, Kelly got proposed to today. My son Kelly was proposed to. For the to Sadie Hawkins for dance. For the Sadie Hawkins dance. I need a little bit more. Okay, when you're doing comedy, Schnugs, timing is everything. Okay. I didn't yeah. know that was comedy. No, there's a little bit of a, there has to be a little bit of a space. Oh. So what I'm saying, my son Kelly was proposed to today. Oh, that's supposed to be a joke. To Sadie Hawkins. Because people would think, oh, wow, he got, oh, he got, oh. no, Sadie Hawkins. <laughs> they call it now, and I don't know if you guys know this, but when, when somebody asks you out for a dance in high school, it's called a proposal. I didn't know that. It was never that. It was just, uh, did you ask her out to the dance? Did you ask her to go to the dance? Yeah. Why, why is it a proposal? I never heard that. And why do they have to make these signs? It's like, there's such a uh, thing. Like, I just walked up and said, hey, you want to go to, you want to go to prom? Terry, Terry, you want to go to prom? Uh, uh, but now they make these pictures posters. and posters. Apparently, my son has this thing about sunsets. I've seen him take pictures of sunsets, but I had no idea that it was such a, Aww. such a passion of his. Oh, did she wait till the sunset? No, she, I, oh, you haven't seen the sign. No. Oh, sorry. So uh, he takes pictures of the sunsets as we, uh, you know, arriving home from lacrosse practice or what have you. And I've seen him do it probably five or six times. Um, and I've even sent them some of mine, but it's like, had, yeah, like two or three, but not like, so she made the sign. It's there's 30 pictures at least of sunsets that he's taken. It's it, he takes a picture of sunset and sends it to her. And it's this thing that he has that is. And so what is the poster? Just 30 cents. That's in. Yeah. She, she had all the pictures developed. What, you know, on a printer probably. Yeah. Of all the sunsets that he had sent her over the last year where they've been together. And that's on the poster. And there's a song that's called something about orange. It's a country song. Uh, I orange you to uh, Sadie Hawkins dance. It's a a play on the words, Oh. but uh, it's a picture. It's probably about bigger than I can reach outside the screen here. And it's all these little pictures of sunsets. Wow. How sweet. Yeah. How thoughtful. <laughs> I'm sure that interested all of you. Right. But back to the timing. And Cindy <laughs> saying really anything is a brighter note from our yes. uh, death stories. <laughs> yes. Yes. Our hitting your face on the mat much brighter than the story we were telling. And Lisa's saying, talking about the Holocaust, you can read oh. Billy Crone's book and documentary called Klaus Schaub. Schwab. Schwab. Yeah. The Third Reich and the COVID-19 Holocaust. Oh, oh yikes. No, she's dragging us back into a dark place. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Lisa. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Got, yeah. And he's got to get up at 4.30 or so. Yep. Catch a flight. And try to be quiet and not wake up Pedia. Yes. That's my, my challenge in the morning. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I'll wake up anyways. And then I'm doing the, the Look at all of our bus. viewers. We have a lot of viewers today. I'm doing the school bus in the morning. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, I'm going to be the magic school bus tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, that's the uh, God has been incredibly working on you. <laughs> that you meet my ex-wife, we have dinner together, and the next thing you know, hey, I'll take the kids to school. Yeah, I'll meet you at the school. That's like the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. You're going to meet her at the school with the kids and 
and exchange them. I have never had a problem with Beth. As yeah. I have said repeatedly, she's lovely. She's a great mom. I have never had a problem with her. She's always been nice to me. Yeah. Something else, though. Yeah. You'd be in the bus driver tomorrow. That's probably the funny part. <laughs> all right. Anything else, Schnugs? I think that's it. All right. Thank you all for joining us. We love you guys. Uh, we love you. Oh, and be praying for Kate over the next couple of days as she goes through her surgery. Yes. Yes. Amen. For complete healing and restoration. So, so exciting. All right. So prayers for Kate. And we love you guys. Have yes. a great couple of days. Uh, pray for my uh, safe travels, please, so I can return to my family. That would be awesome. Yes. Amen. All right. We love you guys. Good night. God bless. 